welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Farija from Feels Like Home Professional Organisers. And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organise. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. Welcome to episode 11 of The Art of Decluttering. This week we are talking about desk studies, home offices and your workplace desk. Everyone really nowadays has some kind of a desk or a place where they do their paperwork processing, paying their bills online. If you're a stay-at-home mum, you have some kind of a station. Even if it's your phone and you sit down somewhere and do it on an iPad or your phone, you're still going to have somewhere where you keep pens and papers. And then if you're an executive, you know, doing mortgage broking or you're executive in an office, you also have a desk and papers and pens. And all of us in between have stationery, have computers, have iPads and phones and have that kind of administration side of our life. And that's what we want to talk to you about today. Yeah, workstations. Woohoo! What kind of workstations do you use, Kirst? Tell us about, do you work, I know the answer to this, by the way, people. I'm not, you know, <laughs> totally getting to know Kirsty now. <laughs> but tell us about where you work and what that looks like. So I have a home office. So that is where I work most of the time. I have, it's a room at the front of our house and that is got my desk and everything for me in there. We also have a second office in our home for Simon because he works at home sometimes too. So we're lucky that we have a big enough house that we've converted one of the bedrooms into a home office. Well, actually two. (laughs) So he also has an office. And then if we're talking about all types of workstations, as mentioned in our walk-in pantry, we also have a little workstation where our iPads sit, where notices go, where um, filing goes for this kid's schoolwork. So the walk-in pantry is kind of like your family hub, is that right? Yes. And then the offices are genuinely your offices. Yes. Yes, exactly. But yours is different, Amy. Tell us about yours. Ours is different. And again, both my husband and I work from home. So we've converted one of our bedrooms into an office for my husband and he has a proper office with a door and he has a bit more privacy. My desk, however, is out in the hub of our family living area. And so while I'm working, I've got the kids watching TV in the background or I can see them outside playing basketball. I can see the front door. I'm right next to the kitchen. So my desk is really that. It's a desk. It's not an office. And it is also our family hub. So schoolwork, notices, bills, everything comes through my desk. And that's the only place in our home that paperwork goes. Excellent. (laughs) Very different. As always, we are different. We bring you both ends of the spectrum. (laughs) And I really love the way that I get to do it. I love having a desk that is accessible and easy. And it is just a desk. So there's not really any opportunity for me to bring things into an office per se. There's no storage. There's no kind of corner of the room that I can hide things in. It's my desk and it needs to be really efficient. So I'm working from home when I'm not out in people's homes or not out networking or not out doing different things. I'm working at home. And so I need to be able to sit there and work sometimes eight, 10 hours and really get productive work done. And then at other times I can be cooking a spaghetti bolognese, then 
putting some forms in for the school and then popping over and getting stuff ready for dinner and paying bills all at the same time. Yeah, which is how our pantry works for me. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. My office is more probably typical space in a home that might be a dumping ground for people. It's not for our family, but I have been in plenty of people's homes that the study or home office space is their dumping ground. And I have a lot of people who actually like, this is their biggest desire to get this space cleaned because they want to be able to sit at their desk and work and be creative and be productive. So it can be a real bugbear for a lot of people that I work with. And Kirsty has just mentioned the two buzzwords for today's podcast, and that's creative and productive, because we were thinking about it, and those are really the two different functions that we want to perform while at our desks or in our home offices. There are times when we want to be creative and be thinking and dreaming and planning our businesses or planning what you want for your family, planning a holiday, and there are other times where you need to knuckle down and really get some productive work done, where you don't want interruptions, where you want to have everything at hand and get things done really efficiently. And so we want to talk to you about how to set up a desk in your office and your study to achieve both of those two different things, which actually require quite different parts of your brain and a different setup, really, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. So I think for both of them, the first point of call for both functions is a clear desk you need to have a clear space and then you you know if you're being productive you can bring in the paperwork and you can bring in your notepad and you can bring in things if you're being creative you can get messy but you need to have that clear space to be able to get messy instead of getting messy on top of things which is frustrating (laughs) Kirstie, I'm having pictures. Back in the 80s, my dad used to work for Coles Meyer and the early 90s, and I'm just picturing his desk back in those days. And they, those desks were really cluttered. But the reason is, is because they had an address book. They had a business card folder. They had a fax machine. They had a printer. They had a big computer. But all of that stuff now for us is in one really slim line location, and that's our PCs and our laptops. So really there's not need for all of those extra accessories because everything has kind of been combined into this one. We don't even have telephones on our desks anymore because the telephone is part of the computer, is part of our handheld device. And so there is such freedom to really have a simple desk. It doesn't need to be big either. A simple desk where you've got the absolute essentials, good lighting, and then you can add to that as you need. So we were also talking before we hopped on air about how we would really recommend that twice a year, at least once a year, preferably twice a year, you step back away from your desk and really look at what your desk looks like with fresh eyes because you know what it's like, and this applies anywhere in your house, when you see something often enough, it actually you don't see it anymore. It completely it becomes visually invisible to you because it's part of your environment. So if you have sticky notes all around your monitor, if you have papers everywhere, if you have bits and bobs all over your desk, then sometimes, or in a lot of times, they just disappear because you're so used to seeing them. So we really recommend stepping away and having fresh eyes on your desk and actually decluttering the desk completely and then making wise choices about what needs to go back up. Like maybe that some of those sticky notes do need to go back up. They are your passwords or your 
things that you do use regularly and you do reference regularly. So that's awesome. Have it, put it back up on your monitor, put it back up on your wall, put it back up on your vision board, do whatever it is that you need to, but actually be very intentional about it going back because there'll be things that you might've had a to-do list that's actually four years old and you've crossed off everything on that list or maybe there's something on that list that you still haven't got to and you want to make it a priority now but that four-year-old list can go what I found Kirst is when I'm doing that so I go through the stage where I take every single thing off put it in a tub and then I pick what goes back and there's some things like oh I suppose I could need this take a photo of it Excellent. And then it's on your phone and you don't need to necessarily have the sticky note or the piece of paper with the emergency contact list for people that you really never call because you've now got it on your phone. And so you can reduce some of that clutter and clutter on a desk is distraction on a desk. And distraction on a desk means you've really closing off your avenues to creativity and you're stamping out your productivity and we want those things that's what work is about creativity and productivity and so a clear desk and a decluttered desk will set you up for that so what does a creative desk look like then amy so i would say a creative desk looks like an absolutely clear desk to start off with and then you start to bring in the creative elements so it might be paper it might be a vision board and then you might pull out some colored pens and textures and sticky tape and glue and you can kind of create that environment that you then dream in without all the distractions. And you've got that space for creativity. And for creativity, I would turn the computer off. Unless obviously you're like a designer and you need to be creative on there. But if you're literally just brainstorming and having kind of that dreaming space, I turn emails off, I turn my phone off. Sometimes it's just five, 10 minutes of dream but it's dream with no distractions. And that's so powerful. I love it. I think that even if you're being creative or productive, a great tip is to get rid of your phone, like take it away, move it off your desk. You know, even if you're just putting it under your desk away for that space that you're really, for that time that you're really dedicating to that task, whether it be creative or productive, but I'd find it so easy to go, oh, I'll just quickly have a look at Facebook or I'll quickly have a look and see... You know, I, I'm easily distracted. <laughs> and it's a procrastination yes. tool as well. That's what your phone is and it? it's a temptation. Yes, so remove it from your space if it's not a necessity for your creativity. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. And what about a productive desk? What would a productive desk look like? What kind of things would we have on it? What would it feel like? 
So for a productive desk, I would have everything that you need on it to do that productivity. So if you are paying bills, have all the bills on the desk. Have every tool that you need to do that productivity. Again, have the pens and the texts and the things that you need to do your productivity. And maybe that is the time to have your phone. Like if you're booking in appointments, if you're scheduling kids' activities, like if you come home and you've got the school calendar and you're wanting to make sure that you've blocked everything in for that term, you know when their grandparents' day is, you know when the book parade is, you want to put that all in your calendar, then yeah, sure, have your phone there. Have everything that you need to be productive. Any other tips? I just had a a great revelation, actually. You did. I saw it, like, burst out of you. (laughs) (laughs) I just had this picture of when I do my baths each quarter. And I don't keep any of my filing on my desk. That all sits in a bookshelf elsewhere. And I don't keep anything that I need for my bass on my desk. But when I do my bass, I gather everything. I sit down at my desk and it spreads everywhere. And I've got piles and systems. And I do not have to leave my desk for the entire time while I do my bass, which is, can be quite complicated. So it doesn't. it's not a 10-minute job. Everything's there. The desk isn't decluttered, but it's organized. Do my bass pack it all away and the whole job's done. Like that's what productivity is about. It's about bringing every tool that you need to complete the job, doing the job without distraction, and then the key is putting all that away. If I did my bass and then left my filing on one corner and left a pile of receipts elsewhere and and left an email to my accountant open but not sent, that's not finishing the job. And so that then creates the clutter and distraction for your next job and it ties over. So it's really good to finish that off. And next time you're wanting to be productive, you can just picture me sitting there happily amongst my bass <laughs> and doing all my tax. Because believe it or not, people, I actually enjoy that side of life. You are so strange. I am strange and I love it. <laughs> but that's a really good tip to clear it all away because there's, this is where we become overwhelmed and we stop ourselves from actually doing what we need to do because we're like, I have to clean that desk and I can't be bothered right now. And so I'll just procrastinate some more. And so it is identifying those roadblocks in your habits that will stop you from actually getting the productivity done. And one of the roadblocks in those habits, Kirsty, is probably that people don't know where everything is they need in order to get the job done. Yes. So if I said to you right now, it's time to sit down and do your best, could you within three to five minutes grab every single thing that you needed for that quarter and do it? And that is great because that comes back to keeping like with like. So when you bring your tax receipts in or when you get receipts, you know, it's having a home for everything and everything in its home and keeping like with like. So we need to all, because we're all on this journey together. It's not you and we haven't got all of it together. We are just like you. We just might be a little bit further down the road than you. It is keeping like with like and finding a home for everything. So have a home for your filing, have a home for your tax receipts, have a home for your school notes, have a home for calendar items, have a home for things. And that's when you will actually be able to quickly find everything that you need to do that one job. So how do you recommend people store their stationery, Amy? You are a stationery queen. I love my stationery. I don't have an abundance of it. On my desk, I have a little tub, a container, like a cup that has all my pens, my scissors and my ruler in it that I need every day. 
the other stationery I have on my desk is that's it. Hmm. That's all I have on my desk. <laughs> and behind me, I do have some cube shelving, and in that I have adhesives, so sticky tape, glue, gaffer tape, all that kind of stuff. And then I also have a drawer in there that has erasers, scissors, sharpeners, USB sticks, things like that, highlighters that I don't use regularly, but it's just a reach around and grab for when I do need them. Excellent. I have thought of something else that I wanted to chat about. I wanted to chat about when you are decluttering your desk and your office space is to put things back into the space where they are meant to go. Because our desk can be a clutter magnet. So if you've got things that belong in your kid's room or belongs in with your partner or belongs elsewhere in the house, put it back. And don't use your study, your home office as a dumping ground. That is a procrastination tool. When things become cluttered, when areas become cluttered, it's actually a sign of you procrastinating, not finding a home for it and not keeping it in its home. And I think the lovely thing about what we experience as professional organizers we have organized so many studies between us that i don't know that we could keep count of it is that we can actually come in and help you to experience that next level of freedom and what that often does is unlocks the two things we've been talking about unlocks your creativity and unlocks your productivity so i work with a lot of artists and people that are designers and interior designers and graphic designers and fashion designers who have that really creative mind and by setting up the structure around organizing and how do we set up our office they will tell me oh my goodness my creativity just went through the roof like I had all these great ideas I came up with these new patterns I never would have thought of and then the other side of it is people who are very strategic and business-minded and a b c d e what's that called like really linear thinkers when we organize their desks they say I just locked in a new deal. I made this money. I did these things. So that productivity side is released. And so we get to see that. So if you're feeling actually like really stuck, maybe that is the chance for you to call out to either Kirsty or I and get that help getting you over that next burden and releasing you into productivity or creativity. Awesome. Love it. Okay. We would love to hear what you thought of the podcast and we would love to get, yeah, Feel free to tell us what you thought and ask as many questions as you need to over on our Facebook page, The Art of Decluttering. We have only scratched the surface of this topic, so please ask away and we will answer as many questions as you have. So please do that. And the other thing is we have a quick announcement for you to let you know that really, really soon we'll be releasing our new online course for our community. So we've had so much feedback and love from you guys that we wanted to be able to invest in you more. So you guys go to the next level, release you into freedom and joy from decluttering your home. So just keep that in the back of your mind. That is coming up. No specific details just yet. That will come out in the next few weeks. So just listen for out for that. You can find out more information over at our website, which is theartofdecluttering.com.au. Yay! Thank you so much for listening today. We really challenge to you specifically is to go and spend 15 minutes right now going and just making a bit of a clear up on your desk. 15 minutes, set the timer. You'll actually be really amazed how much you can get done in that time. And then we'd love maybe to post a photo on our Facebook page of how that's looking now. Yay! Can't wait to chat to you next week. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.
Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a girlfriend a favor and share this episode so she too can learn the art of decluttering. You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganized.net or on Facebook at simplyorganizedpo. You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as feelslikehomepo. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app. So if there's anything you want more information on, then check it out there. If you love what you hear, we would really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes and you can always subscribe to us. We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some great tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home organized. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom.